welcome to That's So Chronic with me, Jess Bryan. It's the last Tuesday of the month, which means we take a break from the regular interview episodes and have a That's So dot 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 episode. That's So is a monthly series here at That's So Chronic where we get the chance to dive a little bit deeper into a piece of content and talk about something that's in our That's So Chronic world. Whether that be a film, a book, a TV series, an interview, literally anything and everything. Today, I'm going to be talking about the two latest films to be released on Netflix, all about the serial killer Charles Cullen. They are, of course, The Good Nurse and the documentary Capturing the Killer Nurse. I have been so excited to watch and chat about these two films since I heard that they were coming out. Well, actually, I knew that The Good Nurse was coming out. I was patiently waiting for it to be released on my Netflix like when you can subscribe to get the alerts. But Capturing the Killer Nurse, the documentary, was a surprise. My algorithm knew to put it as the first, you know, the first recommended thing, the preview on top of my Netflix account. So I was very excited to watch that as well. And I have now watched both so I can finally talk about it and make this episode. If you're new to That So Chronic or you're a longtime subscriber and you're new to listening to these that so episodes I just want to say welcome and thank you so much for being here I really love creating these episodes because I'm really passionate about how important storytelling is and using media or entertainment to help share important stories in particular ones related to health things so I really hope that with these episodes I can help bring a diverse range of content to your awareness and potentially inspire you to consume more media about health and also to start conversations or give you a bit of an insight into the behind the scenes of how these things come to be. And I love that I get to share this little side of me and something that I really enjoy and am really passionate about with all of you. So thanks again for supporting. Okay, getting back to what this episode is all about. I'm imagining that there are some of you who are listening who are on the Charles Cullen train already. You already know a lot about him and the story already. But I assume that there are also quite a few of you that have absolutely no idea who I'm talking about. So a super quick rundown. Charles Cullen is a prolific American serial killer. He worked for 16 years as a nurse at nine hospitals and one nursing home. And he contaminated IV bags of fluids with drugs like digoxin, which is used to treat heart conditions, and insulin, which when given too much can cause patients to go into a hypoglycemic coma and die. So 29 murders have been confirmed, but he did confess to over 40 murders to detectives, but the real number is thought to be closer to 400, which would make him the worst, the literal worst person ever. He was spared the death penalty at sentencing because he was cooperating with the police and is currently serving 18 consecutive life sentences in prison. I watched the film first and then I watched the documentary film. So let's start by unpacking The Good Nurse. It's directed by Tobias Lindholm, who is a director and filmmaker from Denmark. 
Park, and it's based on the 2013 book The Good Nurse, a true story of medicine, madness and murder by journalist Charles Graber. To be completely honest, I'm not much of a true crime junkie. I don't read any crime or scary books. Colleen Hoover's Verity is probably the closest I've ever gotten to that. I don't really listen to any of the popular true crime podcasts. I've watched a few of the documentaries, but it really isn't my first choice, is what I'm trying to say. But I do enjoy a good fictional crime TV show. The BBC's The Missing is one of my favourite shows and I also really enjoyed shows like Mindhunter. That reminds me, I've only watched season one of Mindhunter. I really should watch more. Anyway, I'm getting carried away. Oh, but also, fun fact, Tobias Lindholm, who directed The Good Nurse, directed an episode of Mindhunter. Anyway, (laughs) The Good Nurse is obviously fictionalized. It's based on the true story and adapted from the book. But unlike others in this genre, the focus isn't actually on the serial killer. It's not on Charles Cullen or Charlie Cullen, as he sometimes referred to. Which, if you are familiar with this genre, I think that that is a big difference and it's worth commenting on and it's something that Tobias Lindholm the director has also commented on quite a lot which I'll get to in a second. So it's focused on Amy Loughran who is played by Jessica Chastain who is the good nurse that played a pivotal role in the police actually capturing Cullen who in the film is played by Eddie Redbane. Two Oscar winners in their leading cast. Absolutely incredible. And honestly Amy as a person, but also Jessica's portrayal of Amy. She is such a badass. So Amy, while working as a nurse, she was also a solo mum and was living with a heart condition that she was unable to get treatment for because she hadn't worked at the hospital for long enough to qualify for health insurance or benefits yet. Stressful. I just... That part of the film is actually really eye-opening, especially for somebody who isn't a part of the American healthcare system and it's just like how is that even possible that a nurse isn't able to get the treatment or the medications or the appointments or the support that she needs. Amy was very important for the detectives because she spoke and was able to decipher the medical language for them. She was also in the building and had access to resources that were sort of being blocked by the hospital or that the hospital were covering up a little bit. And she was also a good friend to Charlie Cullen. So she was able to communicate with him really effectively. The most notable moment of that communication was when she wore a wire to meet him in a restaurant and also when she visited him after he had been detained and was able to get a confession out of him. Truly wild. She is amazing. I'll leave her website and her socials in the show notes so you can go and see what she's up to in real life now. But yes, the film focuses on Amy's side of the story. Lindholm said in a quote to Dave Itzkoff for the New York Times, In these stories, there's no doubt who the villains are. To allow ourselves to tell stories from that void, from that big black hole of nothing, there needs to be a good reason. We need to find the light in that story. And that light became Amy the nurse 
and her struggle. So it was a conscious decision to not focus on Charlie Cullen and his murders. And I read an article by Shirley Lee in The Atlantic titled The Good Nurse is a Chilling Murder Mystery and Completely Bloodless. And I found it so fascinating how director Tobias Lindholm explains his motives behind making this decision. So, interestingly, to start with, when he signed on to direct the film, him and the screenwriter Christy Wilson-Kens just completely removed any scenes that felt stereotypical of a serial killer-type film. These were moments like seeing flashbacks into Charlie's background to try and understand his motives. No close, nearly gotcha moments. Like, there was a scene where Charles was supposed to nearly catch Amy when she's printing out some evidence and that got cut and there was even a scene that Lindholm cut while they were filming the New York Times article that I mentioned before and I'll link below in the show notes has quotes from Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne explaining that they started filming and he yelled cut the producers ran in and Eddie said look why don't we just shoot it and you can have it just in case and apparently Lindholm said no he said no this is the only moment in the film that doesn't come from a true place go home. So that was it for the scene. Jessica Chastain said that she loved that. She said, as an actor, that's what I longed for. I want someone to captain a movie. And when a director has that, it makes me feel safe. Which actually brings me to my next thought. When I was doing research for this episode, I was really intrigued to see if Jessica Chastain had also mentioned anything about playing this character Amy and I found this interview on Instagram which is during an interview with IndieWire. Amy Loughran, it was different than anything else I've ever done because I have never filmed a scene from someone's life as they observed me acting it as she was at the monitor. That was a very nerve-inducing, nerve-wracking thing to do. It's, it's, it's a great responsibility anytime you play someone's story, but especially if they're watching you do it. And she was so generous with me. She was like an angel. Oh, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. Another fun fact about filming The Good Nurse is that the actors actually had two weeks of nurse training in preparation and another two weeks of rehearsals before filming. In an interview with Lindholm that I was watching, he was saying that he actually got a lot of rehearsal time with the actors in this film, which is quite rare. So another fun fact. (laughs) But while Charles Cullen is obviously the bad guy here, like he murdered loads of people. It's fucking horrible. There's no doubt about it that he is a monster. It does become apparent that it is also the American healthcare system that is also a bit of a bad guy in this situation. There were ways in which the healthcare system allowed Charles Cullen to jump around the hospitals and continue with these crimes. And that is something that the documentary Capturing the Killer Nurse really shines a light on. Now, I don't even know where to begin with all of this. I feel like this could be a moment where you kind of just have to watch either the documentary or the film. But essentially... One of the reasons Charles Cullen was able to continue murdering people from hospital to hospital is because even though people at the hospitals, especially those working in administration, had realised that something was wrong or a bit off with him, they were terrified of being sued or losing money Like, as in, the hospital was terrified of being sued or losing funding and money. So they either fired him, 
for another stupid reason or let him resign without any marks on his record or any bad references and that is really disturbing and like I say the good nurse film touches on this and it's portrayed amazingly especially through the fictionalized character of Linda Garren who was played by Kim Dickens who is the hospital's risk manager this is an excerpt from Shirley Lee's piece for the Atlantic but Lindholm worked with Dickens to ensure that the character's growing doubt shined through her chilly exterior. I told her, listen, I don't want you to be the devil, he recalled. You're a human being who is caught in a system like the rest of us. Scene by scene, Linda becomes more and more aware of the consequences of her inaction. She's not a tidy villain for audiences to root against. She feels more authentic because she grapples with her guilt. And I couldn't agree more. It's really interesting and confronting to watch that character's journey. But the documentary really digs deeper into all of this. The system of private, for-profit healthcare really allowed Charles Cullen to thrive and work the system. And there's a really powerful moment where I think it's Charles Graber who is being interviewed in the documentary. And he says that the hospital's just passing him on is actually the scandal in all of this. Watching this storyline and this part of the film and the documentary unfold was really disturbing. It was really uncomfortable and it was, yeah, it was actually quite confronting. But honestly, there is so much more that can be said about this particular aspect of the story. So I would be really interested to know your thoughts and I'm certainly going to be doing a lot more reading about all of this. I recorded this episode, but I forgot to add this bit of information in. So I just wanted to highlight that in response to the Cullen case, a law called the Healthcare Professional Responsibility and Reporting Enhancement Act, also known as the Cullen Law, became a thing, requiring New Jersey healthcare entities to notify the New Jersey Division of Consumer Affairs about any employed healthcare professional's impairment, incompetence, or professional misconduct relating to patient safety, as well as to inquire with any healthcare entities about the disciplinary and employment records of current or prospective healthcare professionals within their own organisations. When I looked into it more, some websites with responses from nurses came up, and maybe it's not the most amazing law, so I'm not really too sure about it all. Maybe if someone's listening who is a nurse in New Jersey, feel free to let me know how it is from your perspective. But yeah, I just wanted to let you know that that is also a thing now. One of the most interesting differences between The Good Nurse and Capturing the Killer Nurse for me was that there was another nurse, Donna, who was working closely alongside Charles and Amy on the ward. I think they even referred to themselves as the three musketeers. And she was sort of involved in all of this unfolding as well, which I didn't realise with just watching The Good Nurse. But then it sort of becomes apparent that... 
as portrayed in The Good Nurse, it was Amy who wore a wire and then was able to visit Charles and get the confession. But another thing I learned from the documentary is that there was another nurse, yet another nurse, in Pennsylvania who also gathered information and realised what he was doing. But she couldn't get the case to be taken seriously and that was fascinating, seeing how all of that connected together because if it wasn't for her and some of the work that she had done, maybe he wouldn't have been able to be caught. Oh, honestly, it's such an interesting documentary. I really got an appreciation for how many pieces of the puzzle fitted together for the detectives and like how much some of that was luck, how long it took, but also how urgent it was and how fast they were working. The documentary actually shows you like what day of the investigation this particular scene was. I also got an appreciation for how many people were involved in trying to catch him and how difficult these sort of crimes are because there's usually no cameras and no witnesses and it's especially difficult because no crime scenes are preserved because it's a hospital. And then I learned about how the toxicologists were also trying to alert people that there could be a murderer on the loose and it's super fascinating and that's something that the film version doesn't doesn't get the opportunity to focus on because it is more about Amy which is also great also in the good nurse they have actually changed the names and the situations of the victims this was to avoid re-traumatizing the families which is a whole conversation in itself um i'm probably not going to get into it too much at the moment but but i'm sure you've seen conversations around this recently where TV shows or films are being made and there are reports that the families of the victims haven't been consulted throughout the process. Obviously an example of that is the recent backlash from the Dharma TV show which is on Netflix as well. I haven't watched it so I can't comment too much about it but I know that that's been a conversation that's been happening around that and actually the director of The Good Nurse Lindholm in an interview I'll link it in the show notes he was really adamant that that wasn't his place to share that part of the story so I think that's what the documentary can give you a bit more of an insight into and in capturing the killer nurse it is family members and the nurses and the detectives the toxicologists sharing their perspectives which to be honest does feel like a better medium to do that and I'm glad that Tobias Lindholm was able to recognise that in creating the film. And I think I'm actually going to leave it there. I honestly thought this episode would be like 10 minutes and I've been talking for... How long have I been talking for? (laughs) I've been talking for 21 minutes. Oh my goodness. But I just can't stop sharing all of these fun little facts that I've found. I do really recommend watching The Good Nurse and capturing The Killer Nurse. Both are available on Netflix and both are... Big ol' five stars from me, if you couldn't tell already. I watched The Good Nurse first, and then I watched the documentary. And if you have absolutely no idea about anything to do with Charles Cullen, I recommend watching it in that order as well. But if you only had time for one, I think I would suggest the documentary. Oh, But that is me being biased, because documentaries are my favourite thing in the whole entire world. Um, No, okay, I think... No, honestly, you can watch the film or you can watch the documentary. I think you decide whether you're more of a fictionalised film person or you're more of a documentary person. Decide what one you want to watch. And if you watch one or you watch both, please... Oh, I just got such a fright. 
Oh my God, just breaking the fourth wall there. I just heard these footsteps. I'm recording this at the moment with my head under a blanket and I just heard footsteps and now I'm like sweating and panicking. Oh my God, I thought someone was like breaking into my apartment. (laughs) This is is why true crime isn't my thing because my brain is just overactive and I imagine all of these situations. Anyway, where was I? Yes, please watch one or both and send me a message over on Instagram at That's So Chronic so we can chat about it because I really, really need to talk to people about it, hence why doing this episode. So thank you so much for listening to this. Oh my God, and now I've got really bad pins and needles. Hang on. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. So yes, please watch one or both and send me a message over on Instagram. And that is actually going to be the place to find me for the rest of the year on Instagram. I'm taking December off uploading episodes just to regroup a little bit celebrate and reflect on the amazing year of That So Chronic. There have been so many exciting doors that have opened this year and it has just been overwhelming and amazing. But I'm going to save this love fest and sharing of gratitude and thankfulness for having you guys listening to every episode and being here on this journey. So I'm going to save that and record all of my thoughts and a little wrap up thank you episode to release a bit later um, towards the end of the year. So keep your eyes peeled and your ears ready to listen to that episode. I'm not sure when it will be but you'll see it in your favorite podcast app. Okay so to conclude... This is sounding like one of my uni essays. But to conclude, please go and watch The Good Nurse or Capturing the Killer Nurse on Netflix. Come and chat to me over on Instagram and make sure you're following That's So Chronic on TikTok. It's the same handle at That's So Chronic. I'm determined actually to utilize TikTok more so you can look forward to that. I've got a bunch of questions over there that I need to answer. So if you're curious about me and what goes on behind the scenes of making this podcast or living with MS, you'll be able to find all of that there. And I will also be updating you all regularly, regularly, regularly. See, this is why I'm taking a little bit of a break because I've completely forgotten how to pronounce words. But you can also find me over on Substack with the That's So Chronic newsletter and I'll be updating you all over there. So you can find the link to sign up to that in the show notes. But yes, make sure you've pressed subscribe and left a review. You're all legends. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you when I see you. Bye.